Pulling up to Mickey D's just for drinks? Oh yeah, that's me. Nothing extra, just perfection and a straw. Coming in hot for the coldest cups on the block. Because there are drinks. Then there are drinks from McDonald's. Mix things up with any size lemonade or sweet tea for $1.49. Perfect with our classic fries. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Here's a brief but annoying message to let you know that you could have first heard this episode nine months ago if you were a subscriber to our Iron Filing Society Patreon offering. For the price of a pint and a St. Clements each month, you can get up to four episodes a week, nine months before the rest of the world gets them. Early access to regular episodes, lots of other marvellous benefits, and there's absolutely no adverts or brief but annoying messages like this that will get right on your ticks. Find out more and subscribe now at tftimemachine.com slash ironfilings. Here we go, here we go, here we go, here we go, this is it. This is Top Flight Time Machine, I am Andy Hotbody Dawson, pow, pow, pow. I'm Sam Nifty Delaney, so what? Welcome along. Uh, it's another Life Logistics, because we did one last week, and we enjoyed it, because we hadn't done one for a while, and we still had a few um, logistical issues that people had sent in that we wanted to deal with. Mm. Um, at least I think we did, I've looked at the tweet here, Uh yeah, there's one or two we can do. Um, this first one, Sam, is from. Um, actually, before we before we start, you've got a logistical issue because you said that you didn't get much sleep on Saturday night because the dog now seems to be. Um, was was she get, howling? She's getting up in the night. She's getting up in the night. I mean, I, it's good because um, the uh, the the hunters, the IFS is full of dog owners which who i have yeah. to say thank you collectively because a lot of them have been reaching out with um useful advice especially when i first got the dog but now we're like what practically three months in right and um the first sort of few weeks were hell but we kind of just thought oh well <laughs> and then it all started going in the right direction right we, we went from getting up a few times in the night to take her out to, to go to the toilet to then like slowly it was less and less she's house trained pretty much now give or take you know the odd well, we all we all have the odd accident, we all have the odd accident, you know i mean i, I would know, say she shits in the house on the floor no more than i do so yeah you know yeah. it's, it's Once or twice a week probably yeah. but what she started doing recently and she's almost she's five months old now and what she started recently doing is she'll wake up in the night and she'll howl now listen side note problem in in the marriage because i have the old sleep apnea mask on right you do and that i know this sounds like bullshit but that genuinely stops me from hearing because there's a there's a this around my face which actually it's a white noise that i find helps me to sleep but you know, is that what it's for? Is the white noise there to help you sleep? No, I don't just, think it's, it's there, but in, it's a bonus, yeah. right? Right, um, okay. But anyway, so my wife gets up, takes the dog out, and then the dog doesn't want to go back to sleep again. Mm, like, so you leave the, the room, and it goes, mm. until you go back down. So then what, what happens is you find yourself just thinking, oh, fuck yeah. this. I can't be going up, down, up, down. I'm just going to keep on the sofa. You grab a blanket, you fall on the sofa. Yeah, That's not good. It's not good to sleep on sofa. We were doing it in the first month because you just have to sort of take it on the chin. But you need to sleep through, right? I need my fucking sleep. So 
I last yesterday, obviously I said I hadn't had any shit. I was in a right old two and eight. I was I was ter- feeling terrible. It makes me feel anxious. It affects me physically and mentally. A lack of sleep. Right. Um, I was I was very upset. That then last night it was my wife's turn to get up, so she got up. And I got up this morning and said, how are you doing? And she'd been through the exact same thing, right? Mm. So now I'm like, my life logistics question is, is this normal? We're thinking, is she maybe teething? Because what I'm saying is, she'd, she'd got, this is like two steps forwards, three steps back, as um, yeah, Paula yeah. Abdul once sung in the fucking we, banger we, we, Opposites we, Attract. We come together because Opposites Attract with yeah. MC Scat Cat, which was yeah. a cartoon cat fucking legend um so yeah it's sort of I, I guess that makes my wife paula abdul and me mc scat cat which i'm fine with to be honest um be as well yeah but yes uh so yeah that's the situation we're in i said to her we cannot go on like this we can't go on with one or the other of us having a um having a, a bad sleep because it'll it's, it'll it's tear like, us apart it's like yeah did you did you raise your hands to the sky and, and mm. just emote? It'll tear us apart. It'll tear us apart because like that. if one of you in a relationship, if one of you out of the two of you is always fucking knackered, it's almost worse than you both being knackered in some ways because then you get resentment. Do you know what I mean? I remember mm-hmm. that when the kids were little. There's resentment depending on who. There becomes a competitiveness over who's the most mm. tired. It's not a good. Mm. Thing. It's a hard time. Um, so I don't want that. This to feels come a back lot in. like that. It's, it feels like a lot like sleep training a, a baby. It does. It because, does. Because baby, 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 doggy yeah. has decided that she's going to wake up in the middle of the night, and then it's going to be playtime for everyone. I've got an one idea, but I'll run it by you, and then I'll see what the cunters think. I mean, what I'm hoping is the cunters go. Yeah, this is this phase. It's normal at this stage, and she's mm. teething, which I think she is, and that's why she's waking up. Yeah. She also, be, yeah. as she grows, her bladder will get bigger, so she won't wake up needing a piss every night. Ooh, right. Oh, nice big bladder. Lovely big balloon bladder. This is what I'm hoping. <laughs> I'm told, but my only solution in the meantime is we were going to have a rule of no doggy upstairs. Right. Now, the dog right, yeah. thinks that's a fucking joke, by the way, and it's just Stupid like... Stupid rule, yeah. Any, stairs any, are there, they'd be explored. Yeah, yeah. The, 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 any fucking chance she gets, she's bang, up the stairs. She's had my sleep apnea mask. She's yeah. um, One time she shat on my daughter's bedroom floor, which was like, honestly, my daughter's only 15, I thought she was going to move out. She's the only one who didn't really want a dog yeah. in the first place, and then the dog chooses oh. to shit on her floor. It was a disaster, but we've 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 got past that now. So, but anyway, generally speaking, she knows she's not supposed to go up because the way she runs up, she knows it's out of order. She thinks it's funny. Do you know what I mean? She thinks, mm. let's, mm. let's play that game where you chase me around, you know? Yeah. So, um, yeah, so I don't know. Do you, like, have a, do you have a stair gate in place? No, I didn't want to do that. So, but what we do is we shut her in the living room. No, she's in her pen. So she, at night, she's in her pen, so she can't get up. Although one night she did actually escape from the pen and we still don't know how. It's quite fascinating. But anyway, maybe I should just go, fuck that. It's not like she's shitting in the house anymore. Why don't we just Mm. let her sleep in her bed in our room? And then at least if she does wake up, you take her out, you take her back in, you go back to bed. Mm. Everyone's all right. I don't know. I don't know. Where does Oscar um, sleep? Uh, Where does Oscar generally Oscar sleep? Oscar sleeps just, he just sleeps downstairs in in the kitchen in D- his bed. Does he ever bother you in the night? Never. Never, never ever. Oscar, Oscar, Oscar came as he was one year old when I got him, so he was pre-trained. 
pre-trained. So I've never had any of that or too much of that kind of shit going on. What time does Oscar uh, get up? Just when you get up? Oscar gets up when I get up, yeah. He's but what if you have a lie in? Does he just say, oh, master's not up yet, I'll just stay here? Yeah, he's fine. Yeah, he, he has a lie in as well. He just lies around. He doesn't piss on the floor or anything. He waits till I get up. He just waits. And then I send him in the garden and he and he has a piss. and Fucking He'll have a, he'll have a bit land. of a bark up if the, if the postman comes. Yeah, fair enough. He's the postman. He has a bit of a bark up. He's, got, that. he's um, got to express himself. Yeah, he's all, he's all right. He's good. He's mm. a good lad. Quite okay. annoying, but a good lad. Okay. On the whole, my only suggestion would be to maybe maybe give her money. Well, every time she goes to sleep, I don't know bribery. Here's a fiver. Work, Please it? go to sleep. Please. I'll put it in an account for you for when you're older. I remember saying that to my daughter when she was a little baby, and I was like getting used for the first time to this to the fucking madness of like having a baby and the nights being <laughs> really disrupted. And I remember just sort of saying to her. She was tiny. She's only like a few months old, two months old or something. And I'm going, just plaguing her, please, please go to sleep. Please yeah. go to sleep. Pleading with a fucking baby. Yeah. That's what That's what I was reduced to. slowly so that she'd understand. Yeah, exactly. Just, like you'd, speak, speak, like you'd well. speak to a Spanish waiter. Yes, exactly that. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I need you to sleep. When and you're a big girl, in, I, buy you, I buy you pony. I'll buy you a fucking yeah. pony. I don't know what a pony is yet, but I'll buy you You'll one. You'll want one for sure. Trust and me, And then you she grew up one. and uh, she's never shown any interest in ponies. In fact, she's probably hostile to ponies. If she saw one, she'd freak out. Yeah, it's probably like an act of rebellion from when you, you know, went she, too far. Off she's a bit ponies. funny about animals generally. Ever since we... Yeah. Did I ever tell you about when, a wild, when I encountered a wild turkey in America? I know you just I thought you, did. you thought that was just the name so. of a whiskey, but we we were driving along, yeah. we were driving along in Big Sur, right, and mm-hmm. uh, we pulled over in a like a little national park. We thought, oh, this will be nice for a little stroll, and we all got out of the car and we walked. And as soon as we got there, well, there's a toilet there. Let's have a quick wee before we begin our hike, our family hike. Mm. And the kids were already a bit like, oh, fucking hike. Kids hate hikes, walks, whatever you want to call they them. Do. Right, but we were like, no, it's good, fresh air, lovely scenery. Exercise. That's what we came here for. <laughs> and they're like, off. fuck here now, you pair of cunts. Right, and uh, <laughs> I said, first urinate in that concrete bathroom over there. Right, and they and <laughs> my daughter walks in, and then through another door, in comes this gigantic, fat fucking turkey that was just wow. stray. It was stray. It was just roaming fucking stray in these woods. And it was like, it was a moment. All right, cunt, what's all this? Tourist, are you? Oh, I get it. Your, your parents making you go for a walk. Fucking nightmare. We get a lot of your sort around here. And she has screamed her fucking head <laughs> off, right? Because it just confronted her. And it was A turkey's quite a frightening looking animal, if you think about it. Of course it is. It's got that yeah, face that's, that's we, a bit like a ball them. bag, hasn't it? Yeah, of course. And, uh, that's why we slay them and eat them. She jumped out of her skin, and ever since then, like she's got like a turkey phobia. And I keep, I'm saying, if we're in the countryside, which again, you know, as a, as a city child, she's like mm. thinks that there's danger everywhere if you're in the countryside. She forever thinks a fucking what, a turkey's going to pounce out on us. I was saying, look, that was a mm. real one off. I mean, I don't know if our American listeners will tell us that t- wild turkeys are a common occurrence, but certainly not round here. They're not. I've never seen a turkey. Anywhere. No, you've seen pictures. In the UK. Mm. Not even in captivity. 
don't think I've ever seen a turkey in a zoo. Have you? Uh, You've seen no, a turkey in a they, zoo? Get there's, in no, touch. there's no such thing as a turkey zoo. Not here, Give anyway. Again, in America, maybe. You know what we always say on this podcast? Mm. <laughs> Only in America. <laughs> That's actually a new section we're introducing. A a turkey zoo only in America. It's a new episode. Mm. A new episode, Strand. Turkey, because there was Tiger King, wasn't there, that everyone got into in lockdown on Netflix. Yeah, there was. Hopefully they could make Turkey King next about a mad mad man, a gun-toting madman who runs America's biggest turkey Turkey zoo. Mm. Maybe next time we have a pandemic. Um, so yeah I mean people can get in touch with you uh, or us if they've got any tips but um, I wish you the best of luck with it it doesn't sound good doesn't sound good at all um, we've got Stephen Sheehan has been in touch on the Twitter and he says got the Ninja Air Fryer which has changed my life absolutely now they are doing a wood fire electric barbecue well if it's electric I- it's not fucking wood fire is it Sorry, I've lost my temper there. I've gone a bit early. Are you okay? No, I don't know why I snapped. It's because, you know, I've got a problem with pizza it's ovens. It's the sleep thing. Yeah, it is a bit oh, like that's that. What it is. Yeah, but yeah, also, that's what it's it is. that combined with the fact that I'm a bit triggered by the pizza oven trend. Yeah, it's in the same wheelhouse, isn't it? Uh, Ninja Wood Fire Electric Barbecue Grill. I'm just Googling it now. See what it's all about. Uh, it's called the Ninja Wood Fire. It's mm. £349.99. Right. So get a load of you, Stephen Sheehan. <laughs> Someone's doing well. <laughs> <laughs> um, it says it's an outdoor electric barbecue, grill, smoker and air fryer with seven cooking functions. Fuck me, I'm sold already. <laughs> um, easy to use outdoor grill, no charcoal, gas or flames. Uh, wood fire technology integrated smoker box burns natural wood pellets for real smoky flavours grill anywhere perfect for gardens patios campsites and balconies and more with a 1.6 metre power cord weather resistant for year round outdoor storage comes with starter pack pellet scoop crisper basket and chef created recipe guide to help you master grilling I'm um you interested. I'm interested in this because the whole the whole thing about barbecuing annoys me a little bit. The whole it it's it's kind of like a man thing, isn't it? It's kind of like oh, man yeah. harnessing nature and if and you, being the hunter gatherer and all that bullshit. If, and, there's a lot of guys on like YouTube and Instagram with beards and tattoos who you know are yeah. actually really posh but they're sort of yeah. going for an, an edgy look. And a lot of it's about meat. Like there's one guy on YouTube and he's called, he's a massive big star and he's called like Liver Man, right? And all Fuck he does is hell. like eat like raw liver and like... Oh, good God. People love him. He's like, he's huge. I've not watched it, but I've heard a lot about it. I think it's like, you know, Andrew Tate adjacent. You're like three steps mm. away from Andrew Tate, mm. basically, right? And it's all about this reclaiming masculinity and meat seems to be a big part of that for some people. Um, so that's obviously, that's very weird. But then tier below is less like that, but more like if you're at, if you're unfortunate enough to find yourself at a barbecue, at a get-together, mm-hmm. 
and mm. people go, oh, where? Oh, uh, hi, oh, hi, uh, hi, Ange, um, where's Steve? <laughs> where do you think at the grill? <laughs> you know what it's like. Oh, you can't go news grill, boys, eh? Boys in their toys. He's got a new pair of tongs. Oh, look, they're yeah, all yeah. gathered round the. They're all gathered round the grill. Arguing about how to properly do the steak and the chicken with their brewskis, ha, <laughs> men. Yeah. Fucking hell. As good as you, uh, as good as you, meat thermometer. Yeah. Even well. Fucking hell, Ange. Brought, brought that out of the garage for Fuck, the first go. Fucking hell, Ange. You ever think, thought that you could have done a bit better than some daft cunt whose fucking idea of being a geezer is standing over a bit of meat in a fucking back garden somewhere in suburbia, fucking talking to his mate over a fucking tepid bottle of soul? Jesus Christ, you, Angela, you you're think, better than that. Do you, do you ever think you'd just be better off on your own, Ange? Yeah. It's all right being on your own. Yeah. You know, you don't have to be saddled with a what prick like Steve. What do you need him for? uncommunicative cunt only comes alive when there's a fucking bit of meat to be cooked outdoors he won't cook it indoors will he the lazy cunt oh he'll cook it outdoors why who's he fucking think he is grizzly adams he works in fucking it Ange. look look me and the other girls we all go to bongos bingo once a month for a night out that's that's all you need entertainment wise a dildos are really advanced (laughs) now so you don't need steve you don't need steve fucking hell Ange. come on yeah, Come on, look at him. Good, though. Yeah, it's almost like an anti-barbecue because it works. But it's it's your it's your air fryer convection fan methodology. I'm not even asked about the wood fire pellets. They're used for flavour and not fuel. It says. So, yeah, I, I don't know. It's got a grease tray, crisper basket, mm. grill plate. Um. 350 quid though I mean fucking hell well yeah I mean how many times a year would you how many times a year would you use this I mean I would say not to be all liver man about it but all these different cooking utensils you can get now it's like what that's gonna do is cook things in a way that you already definitely have the facilities to cook them in (laughs) but it's gonna do it like slightly quicker do you see what I mean and it's gonna take up a lot of space in your kitchen and you're going to use it maybe half a dozen times a year and you already have the facilities to grill things in a number of different ways you, you could do it on your yeah. griddle plan you could do it in the grill in your oven you could do it on your barbecue you know so this would make it a little bit easier a little bit more convenient but are we paying for the novelty jalapeño every fan knows the right player in the right position can be a game changer Put LifeLock between your identity and identity thieves to monitor and alert you to threats you could miss. Plus, with a U.S.-based restoration specialist on your team, you won't have to face drained accounts, fraudulent loans, or other losses from identity theft alone. All backed by the LifeLock Million Dollar Protection Package. Change the game on identity theft. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com slash aware. Jalapeño. I mean, that's the thing. I've got the Ninja air fryer that's got the two baskets. So you can do yeah. two things at once in it. But that's different and because you I, don't have the facility to uh, to fry something other than that. You can shallow fry, no. but that replicates deep yeah. frying, which is a yeah, specialist yeah, cooking yeah. Uh, approach. Well, I mean, you're, you're coming from this as a deep fry aficionado, basically, well, aren't you? Well, I've got a deep fryer, but these days hardly anyone has, right? Because mm. they're messy, they're a hassle, they smell, 
and it's, it's really, really and lastly it's really bad for you right yeah <laughs> so that's why people don't have deep fries that's why there is an appeal of the ninja air fryer because you can still get the deliciousness and the crispiness that you could only otherwise do with yeah. a deep fryer no one wants a deep fryer i only got a deep fryer as regular listeners will know is because my son is that strange that for his ninth birthday that's what he asked for that's all he asked for was that so i got him yeah right I thought he'd want a I transformer, mean, but he didn't. He wanted a deep fat fryer. Uh, at, so at that age, at that age, they have they have curious plans. I mean, my son, I think it was his sixth birthday, which was New Year's Eve. Yeah. Always New Year's Eve. He wanted to go to the ground racing at Sunday, <laughs> and it was Legend. it was an afternoon meet where there was just like about seven people there. Yeah, to spectate. Yeah, and it was good fun. You know. Yeah, brilliant. But, That's brilliant. Um, that's all he wanted. So um, we did it. Yeah, it's much more interesting than have a kid who asks for a transformer, isn't it? But the air fryer thing—I've not—I've hardly used the oven since I got the air fryer because I yeah. do sausages in it and do a whole chicken in it. Yeah. Um, I mean, obviously, as a vegetarian, that doesn't appear to you, but but uh, uh, the oven it only gets used now for let's say a pizza, which yeah. can't fit in the air fryer. I could cut the pizza up and then and fucking do it air in the fry two the cunt. Bas- baskets in the air fryer. I might try that. And the speed but, is probably um, is probably much quicker than doing it in the oven too, isn't it? Well, that's the thing. You haven't got to wait for the oven to heat up first. Yeah. And then put your thing in. You just stick it in, switch it on, and it starts. All I think is, is that... So it replicates the oven and a deep fryer. Fair enough. But this wood fire thing uh, just feels like a novelty. It's it's come to take the barbecue on, but how often do you barbecue? Especially if you live in the northeast, near yeah. the coast, mm. where, you know, outdoor living's not much of an option I'm interested to hear um, from any of our listeners our... in Australia or South Africa which are very much mm-hmm. the homes of barbecue or Turkey I've, I've heard that in Australia and I know we've got some Aussies listening or expats who live in Australia that what they do is because they all go to the beach to do a barbecue don't they uh, but whether mm. they're going to the beach or doing it in their backyard what they do is they boil their meat first because that way you haven't got to fucking worry for it. Like, oh, is it cooked him in all that fucking fuss yeah. that happens? Like, keep checking it. The chicken cutting it. Or is it still pink? Right? Because by charring it on the outside, very often, you're not giving it the slow cook it needs to cook on the inside. The Aussies have got fucking switched on about it. They get up in the morning, right? They chuck all their sausages and chicken in a massive fucking pot of boiling water. And once it's boiled, mm. they stick it in a tub. And then later on, they cover it in whatever they want, the marinade or what have you, and then they fucking mm. char the shit out of it. So you still get the lovely charred barbecue flavour, but none of the risk. You know that it's cooked. None That's of the excellent. risk. I like that. Mm. I was just going to say, I think one of these things, these would be good for when we eventually um, decamp to our uh, Mediterranean podding rigs yeah. in Spain or Portugal, mm. or maybe Cyprus. Um, I think these would be good for a lot of outdoor cooking outdoor living yeah for uh at the minute 350 quid's a big outlet so what does this geezer want i know from us anyway i don't know i've forgotten okay. um <laughs> oh, we, yeah, we've says, said every opinion we could possibly have so <laughs> you should be covered he says the, the, the ninja are doing a wood fire electric barbecue do i take the plunge or are they just trying to take my money well obviously they're trying to take your money that's why they've that's capitalism works this yeah this this this, this product which to me on the surface looks like a good investment, but I'm not sure at 350 quid. Mm. No, I'd need to see. I mean, I'm sure there's loads of YouTube videos and TikTok videos of people using these things. You could have a look at that and see if it's for you, but it seems like a lot of money 
first, something that I don't think will get used all that much. And then you've got to clean them, haven't you? Mm. You've got to clean the grill afterwards and oh. you forget to do it and then you realise that next time you want to have a barbecue, the grill hasn't been cleaned because you just left it because you got so drunk at the last barbecue, you passed out on the grass. Yeah. Yeah, I, no, it's not for me. When the price, the price point, as they say, <laughs> if the price point comes down... Price point, Stephen, price point. <laughs> What so, is uh, the price yeah. point? <laughs> <laughs> You've got a bit more no, I found that funny. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, don't know. Jury's out on that one. Mm. Paul Moran. Um, Paul Moran, who's got a, 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 a Twitter handle that's full of numbers. Um, but he couldn't have just thought something. So just accepting the numbers. Um, but he says, as a first-time potty-mouthed parent to a one-year-old, I'd like to know how you managed to curtail your swear urges in front of your kids, if not did it cause any problems. Paul is aged 49 years and four months. Well. Um, Paul's gone in gone in late there into the parenting game. He's 49 and he's got a one-year-old. Well, good luck to him. Oh, but, <laughs> someone yeah, who's 51, God. almost. No. I was I was in my early to mid thirties when I had mine, and yeah. I found it a strain. Same, but, uh, no <laughs> but I'm sure. But on the other hand, what, one thing that he will have that I personally didn't have is emotional maturity. That's true. On yeah. reflection, I didn't have enough emotional maturity to cope with certain things. Uh, mm. Like, yeah, I mean, you know, it's just like it's a lot to take on, and I probably didn't have a handle on the, the 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 sense that well this is life life's about choices it's worthwhile blah 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 i was like ah oh, bloody hell why am i so tired all the time <laughs> i mean you know it's annoying to be tired i mean i've been complaining on this podcast about being tired but i feel that i have the emotional maturity now to accept that there are bad times you suffer them but they pass and you move on mm. whereas i don't know yeah I, so I'm saying, like, being an older dad would have its advantages because I'm sure he's more emotionally, mentally mature. Yeah. Which is a help. That's not for me. I'm, I'm nearly 51. No, I, I don't want any more child kids. child coming along at this yeah. point. It's ludicrous. I'm, I'm just getting ready for death. <laughs> putting my affairs in order. I'm in the death say. preparation phase of life. <laughs> I'm winding down now. Um, <laughs> Uh, so, but getting back to his initial point, swearing in front of your kids, I, I found myself uh, using the phrase "fuck's sake" yeah. a lot. That so was my yeah. reaction to a lot of things. But I got quite good at doing it under my breath, just mumbling it, muttering it, mm. or just into your hand or something like that, just away from. Uh, neither of the kids ever repeated "fuck's sake" in the same way that I would have said it. Well, so I, I did find it a challenge to control my swearing, and my wife didn't like it, and often mm. said, "You can't be swearing like this around the children." Mm. And there was a bit of toing and froing on that. Um, you fuck this, but yeah, fuck it out. I guess shut your fucking gun, will you? Right, that, that sort of stuff. No, it wasn't that bad, but I said, listen, just because I'm fucking swearing around it, when it's a baby especially, 
right? They're not sentient enough to observe it. There is no way her first word is going to be fuck or cunt, right? It's just fucking yeah, no way. I was like this. Uh, if it is, I'll give you a fucking tenner, right? Yeah. That's how confident I am. And she said, well, that's, you know, you don't know that, blah, blah, blah. And I was like, listen, that, I've had loads of fucking nieces and nephews. I know all about it, right? And she I then reminded... around them. Then she uh, reminded me that on the first family holiday she ever came away with the Delaney's, my wife, when she when we were like young, we're about twenty. It's we the went, Delaney's. We went on a the Delaney's went to County Cork for Christmas for New Year. And it was do you know what year it was? It was Euro ninety six. Euro ninety six. And there was a lot of shenanigans and at the time there were two children. I had one of my brothers had had children very young. And she said that we were in a pub in a fishing village in County Cork. And it was our third day of just incessant Guinness and Jameson's drinking. Uh, And we were all all tucking into our fish soup that they give you out there. Delicious West Island fish soup. And she said that my angelic little niece, who is now, I think she's 30 now, just just walked over in the middle of us all and said the word cunt in a lovely angelic oh. voice mm-hmm. and I said cunt yeah she was like this cunt and she went I was very shocked <laughs> and I said I'm sure you were and she went and that was because she'd spent a week with you and your brothers all just calling each other cunts non-stop all and in the, the end that's yeah. going to have an impact and so that's that true. that sobered me and from that point on I I toned the whole thing down and especially yeah. with the worst words, especially with fucking cunt and mm. motherfucker. Those mm. sorts of ones are the ones that I try to eradicate when she reminded me yeah. of that. Yeah. Yeah. As I say, I would, I would kind of mask mine uh, under my breath, mumbling that kind of thing. But my kids don't swearing. swear. My kids don't swear at all. They're not interested. And I know their mates do because I've heard them, but they're just like, I don't know. I think they kind of see me as an anti-role model. They think I'm foul-mouthed and they think it's pathetic yeah. and immature, which is they correct. want to be like you at all. That's it. I think sometimes yeah. the whole thing is don't be like him. <laughs> and I'm like, fine, be like your I mean, mum. It's a much better idea. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I would say to me, to me daughter, I mean, I'd, I'd praise my daughter for being, for being a good kid. Mm-hmm. And I said, and and I think it's because I've raised you so well. Yeah. And she said, actually, I, I get most of my influences from Instagram. <laughs> um, so that was me put back in my place. But my son's fifteen now, and he swears like a trooper. Oh, does he? Do he like? Does he, he, he like swears, it? Well, he loves it. Yeah, he loves good luck it. to him. And I, I, I find it quite amusing because <laughs> he's fifteen. You know, he's going to be sixteen yeah. in a few months. He can yeah. join the army and all that. Yeah, I think when he's well, 16. Why shouldn't he have a nice swear up if that's what makes swear. him happy? Yeah, we we play darts together, and if I beat him, he calls me a cunt. It's great. It's oh, fun. sensational! <laughs> yeah, that sounds lovely, so, mate. Um, it's a uh, bonding experience. Again? Of course, it is. What was the question again? Uh, what was uh, how you manage to curtail your swear urges in front of your kids? So it's just it's just self control. That's basically all it is. You just got a. Uh, yeah, you just got to control yourself and just it's willpower, I guess. If mm. you want to stop swearing, stop swearing. Not the hardest thing in the world to do, is it? Finally, I'm going to show you a little video 
uh, Sam from Chris Grindle and he says should you make a dog who doesn't want to go for a walk go for a walk uh, alright yeah I see it oh it's absolutely gutted what's that is it's it a Jack Russell bed. the lead's on <laughs> he's, he's been dragged yeah. along in the bed and oh, then out, no. out of the bed and has a little waddle towards the door uh, I don't know the name of the dog or if it's a boy dog or a girl dog but um, well it's an interesting go. one yeah they're having to drag the dog effectively out of its bed by the leads to come out for a walk and it won't yeah. get out of its bed so the bed ends up coming with it and it's sort of sliding across the floor towards the, the, the front door <laughs> sliding around the streets yeah. in its bed and I just um, I think this is a good question I'm not experienced enough but I have faces so what I've got is I've managed to get Cookie out the door for her evening morning walk I've just been on it this morning no problem really like the mm. morning walk evening walk neither of us like as much me or the dog right but right. you do it it'll be nicer once it's springtime but like well, it, well it's supposed to be spring now but you know what I mean when it's a bit warmer and brighter and some nights I've got her out and I've just got around the corner and she just basically is like, nah. And I know that oh, you, you, that t- already. you told me this yeah. before about Oscar. It's quite a common thing yeah. with him. In the morning, yeah. she's full of it. She doesn't want to go home. She's running around everything. But in the evening, sometimes, not every time, she's like, ah, I'm not feeling it, mate. And yeah, uh, same with Oscar. And it's just, and in the end, you just have to take her home again. Same with Oscar. I mean, he's only little. We're generally down to one walk a day now. Mm. And sometimes it's not until the evening. And if it's if it's the evening, and particularly if it's wet... He doesn't like the rain. It, we'll get around the corner from the house and he's just... He's like, oh, on fuck it, nah, you know you're what? joking. I'm not feeling it. I, I, I don't want to do this. Uh, I know that you don't want to do this, you fat bastard. We're not getting so, anything uh, out just, of this. Let's pretend it didn't happen. Let's just go on, put the telly on. I had a story once about a dad who was like that and he was always away, like this bloke his dad was always away and he was like a successful sort of filmmaker and he was never about and um, he'd occasionally come back between working abroad Mm. and the mum would always be on about him like you know you're hardly seeing your son you've got to fucking do stuff with him when you're back and the bloke was like well what what do you mean I see him he goes yeah but you've got to do stuff like you've got to bond and he goes, fucking hell. He goes, take him out somewhere, do something with him. So he says he's got this, this is the son, told me he's got this vivid memory of his dad sort of half-heartedly saying, come on then, we'll go down the swings. And they got down the swings and he put him in a swing and he pushed him for about 60 seconds. And then he stopped and said to him, look, mate, let's be honest, I don't think either of us are getting much out of this. Let's just go home. And that was the beginning <laughs> and the end of it. Quite heartbreaking, isn't it? <laughs> oh, man, that's awful, but also funny. <laughs> um, so, yeah, but I mean, that's not a dog, that's a human. So it's different, yeah. different parameters altogether. But um, I don't know. I don't know what you do with your dog if it doesn't want to go for a walk. Once you're out, if it doesn't want to do it, then that's fine. We just call it, call it quits. But if you can't get out the house in the first place, I don't know, what do you do? What do you do? Sometimes we don't have an answer. That's the beauty of life logistics. Yeah. Sometimes we don't care enough to give an answer. But um, Our answer to this one is we don't care. No, it's not. <laughs> uh, yeah, I think sometimes it depends on the age of the dog. If it's an older dog, 
I would say if it doesn't want to go out, let it just do do what it's got to do. If it's a younger mm. dog, you've got to help it grow. You've got to get it into good habits. And so you sometimes you just have to make a bit of effort to get it out when it doesn't want to be out. I mean, you know your dog better than we do. Maybe maybe your dog started to have um, problems with joints and things like that. It's getting old. Yeah. You know, arthritis is starting to kick in. I don't know. Um, if it's a worry, consult your vet. Um Aye. There we are. That's the uh, life logistics for now. We'll be doing some more of these at some point in the future. I mm. um, hope we've helped in some way. Uh, goodbye. Bye bye. Love our pets, but when the floor is covered in fur, that's harder to love. Eufy X10 Pro Omni Robot Vacuum has powerful 8,000 PA suction to make hair vanish from floors in just one pass. Plus, the roller brush has automatic detangling for easy hands-free maintenance. Want to know more? Go to eufy.com, that's E-U-F-Y.com, and discover X10 Pro Omni, the best-in-class all-in-one robot vacuum for only $799.